don't get alpha two. Don't burn me here for saying this. I don't want alpha two until second quarter to middle next year. Oh, Daedalus looks so disappointed in that. He did not look I'm happy. I'm so dejected. You're like my, um, my oh, hopium sh- is running out right now. Like, wow. I, can just, I can feel the hopium meter go. I'm trying to finish I mean, my book and I don't need ashes to get in the way of the first one. That's the only reason why. And this, I, let me get it published. I, I have a whole year. Reasons. I understand and appreciate your reasons, but you know. Selfishly. Daddy Day Day needs something to play. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> During the apocalypse, parts of the world had burned long and hard. As the fires raged on, civilization fell. Life decayed in the corruption of the ancients and the others who arrived in the Harbingers. This world on fire would eventually cool, but what had grown from beneath the ashes after the fall? Welcome to Ashes, Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Phoenix, also known as Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Welcome back, your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back, everyone's favorite cult leader, Armored Cell. Hello, hello. And the always cozy murder bunny, Basil. Hello. Greetings. <laughs> you like that shit, gentlemen? That was good, right? Yeah, I thought so. All right. <laughs> before nice. we dig in, <laughs> before we dig in too far, I got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, shout out to the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch and YouTube. Also, to the Kofi supporters, which are the Radiant Core members over on uh, Kofi.com, specifically Zod. Thank you for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Okay. We got some things today, mostly lore oriented. So I'm looking forward to having this discussion today. But if you'd like to show the show some love, you can go over to our pin post on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder. Go over there, click on the iTunes link, specifically help to bolster us in the algorithm over there by leaving us five stars and a comment. And if you do, we will read that comment live here on the show. Speaking of uh, reading something or playing something, you can call into 1-539-664-6801. Leave a message for us. We'll play that if it's appropriate on the show. Shoot us something in the mailbag over at ashespathfindersgmail.com. Boom. Okay, Knights of the Phoenix, we are recruiting... But we are a community-based guild first, a guild for ashes second. So if you're looking for good people, good times, slide into my DMs over on Discord. You can join discord.gg forward slash Samorg. And we got community days on Fridays. Currently, we're playing Albion Online. And, um, well, I tend to be playing that pretty regularly with my friends, which is pretty awesome because we've been having a pretty damn good time. I'm curious, what are you thinking of it now, Daedalus, since uh, last Friday? Yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. It's definitely... Um it requires a bit of a time investment, like for somebody that isn't necessarily like a big fan of grind, but I would say kind of getting up to a level where I was able to play that with the community was, was pretty easy to do. And, and it was good times. I'm actually getting into the mage like stuff. Now I'm kind of figuring out the spells at first, it was a little rough going, but 
now that I've gotten some uh, upgrades here, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. Nice. What about you, gentlemen? How have you been doing? That that's for you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'll, 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 that's right, man. I'll go. I'll go. Murder uh, buddy, yeah, cult I'll, leader. I'll, Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I've reorganized my room. Uh, got a new sort of like finally set up my computer. Got mm -hmm. new router and stuff. Like everything's said and done. So I've been having a bit of fun with that. Playing a bit mm -hmm. of Rust again. Just just chilling, you know, just vibing. Yeah, you tell me about what's going on in the background there, buddy. What's going on with your, uh, do you want to explain like the aesthetic that's going on there and what it means to you and to us to see this through your camera, through the lens, so to speak? Uh, well, I've got my little mask up there, which I, uh, is, I don't like government, so make, make sure I can rebel, you know. Your anarchist mask. Balls up there. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. I got my little litter balls up there. And I got my, uh, Giant dragon from Skyrim. Oh yeah, I can't see it. It's not illuminated, but oh, that's cool. Fantastical, nice. I see Stephen oh, Sharif in the background too. What's going on there? Yeah. Oh, he's my friend, man. He's my, he's 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 the uh, man Jesus, you know. The shrine to Sharif. Shrine to Sharif. The Sharif shrine. Sharif uh, shrine. Why can't let me get candles? She says it's a fire hazard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously, I want him to make a shirt that has Steven's picture on it and just call it MMO Jesus. That's what I want. MMO Jesus. MMO Jesus. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do that. Just give me, just give me like a couple weeks, and I'll get that done. All right, looking forward to it. Basil, what about you, buddy? How's it going in Murder Murder Bunny Land? I've been playing a lot of New World, testing right that system out. Uh, a lot of cool systems that I like. And a lot of things that I don't like at the same time. But it's entertaining playing with a couple of my friends, hanging out Good. with my homies. There you go, Chill. man. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. I've been enjoying that, too, because, like, moving into the end of the year here, I've been, you know, not, like, not doing Ashes content. I've clearly had, like, tons of videos going up every week. Ashes VODs. We've got Game Guide still rolling. We had the PV one on Friday. I actually, if you're on a... Over on Ashes HQ, I did do a revamp of reorganizing the uh, artisan classes. I know I've been a little overdue on fixing that, but it's fixed now. Um, I'm realizing I'm going to need to do uh, what? I'm going to need to do a revamp of the nodes video to do another revamp on the artisan classes one because of uh, recent changes to the categories, which no rush get to it. Right. It could change again. How many times before launch? So not a super big deal there, but um, yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying playing. I'll, I'll be on with everybody. I really wanted to get uh, some sort of a game that just basically had like no real barrier to entry and I mean, I feel like Albion's about as zero barrier to entry as you're going to get, right? You can play it on your damn phone. You can play it on your PC. It's an MMORPG. It's definitely got a high emphasis on crafting. You can do PvE content. There's definitely full drop loot PvP as well. So you got to definitely, you know, take friends, take care of yourself and all that. But um, we've been jumping on and doing PvE content mostly. We're going to definitely work our way into everything else. But it's actually been really... Yeah, it's been really, really fun. And we got a big announcement for the community here. Um, <clears throat> I decided, I think it was after the last show, we only had a couple days left or something um, for the, uh, the, the 
extra life campaign because I was gone for the majority of it. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to do this. I, I figured I wasn't going to say what I was going to do, but I was going to basically, uh, because of how much time there was, I was going to match the community's donations. And so you all as a, as a whole, uh, essentially contributed like, I don't know, like 3,100 or something like that. So I basically contributed about that. Boom. We were at 6,200. Nice little bidding war at the end. We got under the banner of the ashes pathfinders. Cause that was our team. We are the number one team for extra life. And we're going to be getting a, you know, uh, basically a personalized message from Steven, which means this is our second year of getting one. Cause remember we got the audio one from him in 2020. We didn't do it last year. This year we did it. We have raised as of now over 16.2 K for extra life for intrepid studios during their event. So I think at this point in time, out of any of the teams that have done it, we are absolutely well over the highest. So I think next year I'm going to try to make it a bigger point to, to be fair, I was traveling. I didn't really have the time to like put into like a nice big live stream, having really well sort of evolved um, milestone rewards and stuff. But the top three people, that contributed got sent some merch it's already in the mail i think it was serena daedalus and alfina the long and short of it is, is i'm just really proud of everybody we got 10 keys i got like a cosmetic which was like the crane cosmetic and yeah it was really nice man it was a really good time got a lot of goodies really didn't do it for that did it for the kids um, but being the number one team definitely is a really nice bragging right uh to have so anybody in our community that's in Knights of the Phoenix that doesn't have a key that's active was going to probably get one of them. And then I'll probably look to people here in the community who are, are basically regularly here, the, the regular sort of the people that are here uh, along the way this whole time that don't have access. Um, we actually had two people in our guild that got gifted a key from our own community members. I think got got food and I forget who else I forget. But I know Alfina got one and Nice Green got one during that. Green, yeah. It was really cool, yeah. man. Yeah. It was I think really Brad awesome. Rice might have given out the other one. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Get yeah, Brown Rice. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Good looking out, yeah. homies. A lot of positivity from the friends here in the community. I just I loved it, man. You know, as a as a guild leader, as a community leader, there's like nothing. I don't know. For me, there's nothing more heartwarming than seeing like your, you know. You see that kind of camaraderie from your community there. So, yeah, it was really amazing. Um, anyway, we, we've got some things to talk about. Um, we've, you know, rocked it for the extra life for a second year. We'll have a really cool video that I'll probably share. I think I'm going to take that audio recording that I got from Steven in 2020. Take that picture of him where he shaved his beard, remember, looking all sad. Put that up. Yeah, I'm going to put that picture up and then play the audio behind it. And then I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those VODs that I'll save on the HQ somewhere and then I'll put them on Ash's HQ website so that they're there for everybody to kind of go and access and enjoy. Um, I feel like that's just kind of like a really good vibe. So definitely looking forward to, yeah, looking forward to sharing that and showing that off when we get it. Yeah. Will it be downloadable? Um. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could you could download YouTube VOD, VOD. So I mean, if you got the the means to do it, I can teach you the ways. Yeah, it's all good. Teach me ways. I need to make a ringtone. Yeah. Stephen's voice. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Oh God. But um, yeah, man. So everybody, we're, we've got some stuff today. We, as we talked about last time, we had 
the D&D campaign. So we did our live stream the same day they ended their 24-hour charity drive, right? And then there was lore, but I talked about last time how, like, I didn't have it on tap to really go over. So I look over it this week. We've got it. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Kat Snevens, who I believe is one of the people that I, I think they do, like, the last week news and ashes today or something like that. I think it's what it's called. Um, but this is a Reddit post and they gathered basically the tower of Carfin lore, the parts, the different parts there. So we're going to be talking about that today. And we are first going to start by talking about the cosmetics right here, which is pretty interesting. Now this is the wardens and the wild cosmetics. And I don't feel that cosmetics inherently are really super newsworthy for us to discuss, but I like to talk about them, especially these days because of the, well, I'd say flavor text, but it's actually lore blurbs that we got. Now, the last one was related to like cult stuff. This one kind of gives you this like, Kavek sort of marshland strider, kind of vibe to it and i'm gonna go ahead and let it start cycling um i'm not a fan of serpents and snakes and lizards and things that slither the cloak was pretty cool but overall the descriptions on the cosmetics once again are just really well done and give you a lot to talk about and think about when it comes to the game but i guess jump on in let me know what you all think of them what you like anything that stood out in regard to the narrative that you want to talk about um, I would say like look and feel wise, I actually really liked them. Um, so I guess I, I found them newsworthy. I like, I love the, the cloak. Um, and actually that I'm not a big fan of snakes, but that, uh, constriction coiler looks just downright creepy with those little arms. Yeah, oh my it's goodness. Gross. Um, it's gross, dude. <laughs> I need to stop you there. It's a chicken snake. Okay. <laughs> what? That's what it is. Ah. Chicken snake. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh my gosh. Um, but I'm mean, I know I like the vibe. I'm I'm a big fan um as well of the uh of the caravan too. I just like the style of it. It's kind of like a combo of like, you know, gypsy, and then it's got that like devil dog looking thing. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but it was really good. And and I mean I love me a tree house, so uh I love the the more wardens blind really mm -hmm. cool stuff so it's it's got a very like hunter killer vibe which is which is nice for i mean it's it's a good flavor thing for the orcs so i like mm -hmm. it i i agree with Dalis. i do like the treehouse i can also imagine like a complete node just with these uh with this cosmetic making it very nice looking um I do also like the cloak. That being said, mm -hmm. um, looking at certain cosmetics on the store is very hard to see its value when I don't know how to compare it to the original works. Like, what's in-game? Uh, like, uh, we're supposed to have cloaks in-game, but how is it going to be different from this one? You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I cannot see the difference between mm -hmm. those two. <laughs> so that's my only point. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. 
me, the, the, the snake seems very sassy to me. Sassy? It's like, Slithers, you know, like, sup, gal? Like, you know, like, he, he's, he's a bit sassy. I don't think he's scary. I just think he's a bit how, sassy. How did you even get sup, girl, out of that? I... What, what do you mean, man? <laughs> no, that's not a no. sassy snake. Look how many eyes it has. Look how many fangs it has. Look how many eyes it can roll at you. <laughs> probably probably say his girl, not hey girl or something girl. <laughs> Sussy chicken. That's Sussy funny. I'm not it's a very sassy. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh but it does it's very reminiscent of the uh one Ren Kai set that we got that definitely had like the the marsh vibe to it previously. This one mm-hmm. this one feels a little more ranger-esque whereas the other one felt a little more like warrior-esque i think a little mm-hmm. more bark I, I to I it agree that yeah. yeah i agree but and one thing I'm, that i would say oh go ahead Faisal. No, you go ahead you go ahead well one thing i want to say <laughs> about the cloak i think what's going to differentiate it is the design like on the back i just know like one of the things that i've seen in all the cosmetics in game like rendered a game or at least rendered a model has been like a really like hyper level of detail. Mm-hmm. So I expect the texture on this is going to be like just chef's kiss, man. Yeah. I feel like that's true, man. That's one of the things that, I mean, I'm, you know, when Faisal was kind of talking about his reflections, I, I, I definitely, it definitely resonates with me to, to have the conversation about when, when they have these things listed in a shop of any kind, when you don't have like an actual snapshot or 3d render or something to really compare it to, it makes it tough. I think at least for me to, to make the decision to purchase something like that when you can't actually see that I've talked about this with probably a dozen times by now. And I think overall when the game launches, I, I, I hope they have that feature. I get why they don't really have it now. Um, but yeah, they it's, it's not. It's it's not just that sim. It's yeah. more of I don't know what's in the base game, of what standard armor looks like. Yeah, yeah. Compared to see how, why is this special? Yeah, like is there a, like is there a good selling point based on that information exactly. or not? Like I can I can make a lot of assumptions. This is this is gonna be like amazing for role play. It looks really nice. All of these points yep. positive, amazing. But. Uh, can't really say any anything negative for, negative per se unless if I have the standard armor of what's in the base game. Yeah, and this is one of the things too is like uh one of the uh, like let's let's fast forward into the future and Ashes is continuing to do cosmetics or whatever. Yeah. One of the big determinations for me on whether I would purchase a cosmetic when the game is launched is going to be related to uh, can I find these items for this set in the world as a drop or something and then mix and match some sort of like a cool outfit style Mm -hmm. you know or is it completely exclusive in here and you're not going to get certain aspects of that unless you get this like we know that these armor sets have definitely been broken up and split onto npcs in the world but yeah i i I see where you're coming from basil yeah Definitely. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of marshy things, swampy things. Um, none of this really resonates. The cloak itself was pretty cool. It definitely had like actual camo like texture to it, which that, I thought was cool. 
It's it's a Harry Potter cloak. It's fine. Where's <laughs> <laughs> it? Um, the armor the armor reminds me of uh, Warcraft. Ready to work. Uh zug, zug. workers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that kind of orc. And you're like, what? What the fuck are you What's going on? What's going on with that? What does that mean? A work. We know what buddy? Sim was doing in no. uh, Warcraft 3. No. He was like madly clicking on the orc to get that uh, dialogue. I mean, mm. yeah. Oh, look how many variations do they have if I keep clipping on, clicking on them. Zug, zug. Stop, stop poking me. Stop poking me. <laughs> Leave me alone. Ready to work. I mean, not that kind of work. Yeah, ready to work. It's like, all right, y'all get at least like a good five different dialogues I can kind of go on with. But yeah, it's fun to tinker with them. I, I like the the overall lore aspect to this, though. Very much talking about concealing themselves. I mean, and this this goes back to the Strider's Vigilant Patrol is what this is about, right? So um, they even had this like solitary, observant, precise, uh, sort of a motto to it. So, yeah, I mean, I could totally see based on looking at the freehold cosmetic that you could potentially see these in like some of the swamps and then maybe there, maybe we'll find these people there. I don't know, but overall, regardless of whether this is like something that like as a player, you've got some agency over or like, it's like maybe a faction that's sort of around that rises up after you're there, takes up the, the mantle again. Um, I don't really know, but this, this gave me like the vibes of like, if I'm going into the, the, the swamp, this is what potentially could be, I could be in danger of coming across the snake specifically. It's a freaking boa dude. Okay. That's a boa. That thing could drop down out of the freaking trees or something and snatch you up or whatever. That's I don't want to I know, dude. You know, get your little chicken legs off. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a no touchy kind of situation. I'm not a fan of things that slither. I don't like snakes, right? There's a whole story behind that, but I'll save that for another time. Point is, is no thank you. I'm not getting this, but the cloak's cool side. So I dig it. I only get the things that I know I would definitely use on the character or like you know, like seasonally when it's like maybe winter in the game or it's winter in real life, kind of get into like the, the festive sort of mood where I might want to like throw on certain things, run around and be have some fun with a little bit of RP. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so the cloak is the only thing for me. The rest of it can burn in fire as far as I'm concerned, because like it deserves to. Because <laughs> there's too much slither reptile stuff going on there for me. And I'm like, no, thanks. But if you're into the murky things, you know, Hey, you do you, boo. That's all. It's not my. No, no, no. It's not aggressive. It's just a matter of factly, really. You know what I'm saying? Like slithering things should get chop chop. I, th I think I think a banjo would go with the set for some reason. A banjo. <laughs> You're yep. right. I can see that <laughs> on the caravan, like <laughs> you're like rolling around, right? The murky yep. packs. But there you go. The the wardens of the wild. That one's going to be up until December fourteenth. Um. Yeah, definitely, definitely pretty cool. Now, I'm really looking forward to talking about this uh, Tower of Carfin lore drop. And we've got a really good, I, I linked it already. I'll link it one more time if you want to follow along. I'm really glad that we got the write-up on it. I was going to go back and like take notes on it and try to absorb everything that I could by watching the VOD. Um, but I watched it. It's just I missed certain things at the time and, you know, 
time is money friend as my gobby's in the freaking game of world of warcraft the game that shall not be named like to say and um it is here as of late like time is very precious i don't have a lot of free time so it was really good to see that there was a write-up here um i guess before i really jump into all of this my question is going to be for all of you uh some of you did your homework some of you did not but the more i important... don't know what you're talking about <laughs> oh you do yeah but and first of all wait 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 and first of all i was there during the live stream <laughs> i heard all of it okay? okay tell me about it let's hear it and the only thing that i remember <laughs> from the entire thing was there was this one badass woman and that is it <laughs> that's what you that's what you remember are you talking about laria lamont yes yeah, I feel like the juice was too strong. The juice was too strong. <laughs> too strong. So, what did you like about that character? I mean, I disliked the whole like idea of the ritual, and they were so desperate to like stave off whatever yeah. was happening that they went to blood magic. Um, and and the whole like idea of like the red mist and these two individuals get like uh, uh, Laria and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. Was it Beric? Um, getting um, getting corrupted because they're doing this, but somehow it still had an effect. And then the ancients had to find like a way around it because they couldn't cross. And plus the fact that this is going to be a dungeon, we're going to get your experience and there's multiple levels. Yep. And each of them has like a really good, strong atmosphere. Yeah. It's just, yeah, this is, this is going to be like just so creepy and so cool. I really can't wait to experience this firsthand in game. Yeah. You think that, do you reckon they got rooms for rent in there? What's that? Do you reckon they got rooms for rent in there? Probably not, buddy, unless you're, uh, uh maybe for the ancients, huh? I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try and, uh, is this, a, this is a dark call. I mean, they might be thing, accepting applications. Yeah, they might be <laughs> yeah. accepting applications from budding cult leaders, though. So it, might, it, could, it could be a BNB. We don't know. It could be. Yeah. See, BNB. Yeah. Bed and breakfast. Yeah. You know, the, I remember, I can't remember if it was on this podcast or if it was whenever, I don't know, in like the a post show or something someone was like what do you want to see them talk about in november december by the end of the year or specifically in the dnd campaign as or the pathfinder campaign i was like well i think the thing i'd like to see them talk about in the pathfinder campaign would be to elaborate more on like this stuff going on with like a tracks, the undead stuff, the immortality stuff, undeath, pretty much any of that. And that's what we got a snapshot of, which I didn't expect that. Um, Cause the last one we did, we didn't get that. It was King a track stuff was like 2020, 2021. We got, which is actually kind of crazy. If you think about that's how long it's been since then. Now, whoa, the last year went by actually really fast in that. Yeah. Jeez, dude, because we got like the snapshot of coming back through the gate and like the relic or whatever with the little dwarf or creature or whatever that was. I forget. Right. And then you had like that that character 
the one who's like descended from the elf and all that, the the younger mid-age elf, and uh, gave us a snapshot of like how old elves probably lived to, and maybe this uh, family line, and potentially one of the main characters that we are probably going to interact with. This one talked about Carfin, right? The Tower of Carfin, and how what did it, how it existed, and one of the things I really liked about this. And I'm probably going to mix some mix some things up here, um, but it's just that that aspect of oh, as Stephen was talking about this, uh, the party had come from killing King Atrax, right? From his in his dungeon and falls hold or whatever is what I was understanding, and there was like information during their campaign about the Tower of Carfin that led them here. And as they were approaching, there were like these undead that were on fire. You all remember that? Like they were, they were sort of like on fire. It's like, that was very interesting. I'm like, okay, so these fools have been on fire for a long time then is what it sounded like. And I didn't know if that was like some sort of an ethereal um, sort of like spectral type of fire because they've been undead walking around for so long. If it was like literal blue fire or if it was like some other form of like corruption or whatever. So there were some questions I kind of had in my mind as to um, if we were going to see some, uh, if we were basically getting breadcrumbs related to how the magic system works in the game, uh, whether you're talking uh, via corruption-oriented types of magic or attributes or, like, just magic as a whole in regard to the essence. So that was, like, one of the big things. And I know I'm kind of, like, hitting on things that I that I caught that I'm probably digging in and expanding upon a little bit. But to me, that was something I thought was really important. The other thing was just that clearly the ancients are having more influence in 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 manipulating the souls of Vera in in more than one way. King Atrax was the first, but clearly not the last, that the ancients spoke, you know, chose to like communicate with uh, the souls on Vera and essentially teach or were willing to engage with them in some capacity to to be a ritual or otherwise and, and give them some sort of like uh, you know, like capability to create death, uh, undeath in some capacity. And this was a very different form. And it was absolutely a, a some sort of a blood magic, right? Because people were getting sacrificed up in there. Um, so to me, it absolutely goes to showcase just how ominous the ancients are in the lore like just how evil and ominous they are and how how uh how how much they essentially want to corrupt creation um on Vera uh you know in the in the discussion with King Atrax he was able to you know communicate with them through a ritual uh across the material plane into like the void or whatever and they were sort of like taught him like a way to do immortality. Clearly the others taught the ancients immortality, but the ancients, when they go and they communicate with the, the mortals on Vera, they're teaching them ways, but they're teaching them the corrupt way. And then, so one form of corruption as they're able to manifest it for on life on Vera is, you know, liches and undeath and zombies and shit like that. So one of my one of the things I wonder about is how 
what some of the other things are that they're they're basically up to on Vera or have been up to on Vera because undeath is like one way to corrupt creation, you know, by trying to give them like long life and immortality when really you're doing, you're doing that, but you're doing it in a way that almost enslaves life in some way or corrupts it and just destroys it. But I don't know. I ran, I rambled a bit. I got more. I could talk about here. Any other thoughts on that that you guys want to like jump in and chime in on? Cause like I got some thoughts on the lore here. Um, I don't know. I think it was just good to kind of God. see different levels of emotions with the lore as well. Like we all kind of had that previous story in our mind, Delia's diary about people like desperately fleeing because of the Harbingers and so on. It was interesting to see like now this other side of it where like people were so desperate to stay that they like went to these lengths and it does add a lot of layers in the world as well. And I like the fact that they're not only did they, or did Laria have like one sacrifice, then they started going and like mass sacrificing people just to Mm -hmm. get this to work and creating undead. So like, obviously there's a connection Atrax here and the fact that the, I don't know, mysterious stranger ends up being like an ancient themselves. And oh, by the way, they had a relationship with Atrax. It just, it's like, wow. It's like, there's, there's a lot here uh, in terms of world building. Right. You kind of, if, if you're just coming into this and you don't necessarily have the background, you still kind of can get the fact that there's, all these different connections mm-hmm. that we've yet to discover. So it's interesting that they went this route. And I'm pretty sure like at one point, Maggie said, you kind of gave up all the lore, even for the stuff later on that we were like having like milestones for. I think Steven was so excited to share all of this. He yeah. just like threw everything out there, which is even better. So yeah. Love it when that happens with him, right? For real. But don't expect to get any more lore <laughs> for a while. while. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> You're not wrong, yeah, I man. Feel like, I feel like this whole Cow Corfin lore drop is not just a lore drop, but also like a guide for the Alpha 2 when we're actually going in this tower, right? Like, why why go, like, give us details on each floor of, you know, what do you want to say? Like, there's the wreckage of Carthen, the the administration level, like it's, it yeah. sounds very much like this is what you're going to come across. Like mm-hmm. part three, what it says, uh, Maggie whispers a hidden treasure room. Yeah. So when we go to that area, I'm going to be looking for that hidden treasure room because I feel like this is not just a law drop, but also maybe a guide to the tower itself. Yeah. Like progression. Yeah. Progression through it. There was even like a, a reference in that uh, lore drop outline talking about at the base or at the root of the tower, which I thought was very interesting because I'm, you know, my speculative mind is, and you remember whenever with the famous meme or phrase that you all really like to remind me of as I want to play, I was like this clip that was made of me. Apparently my inner kid sort of like popped out and I was like, I want to play. I want to play the game. Man. And, um, yeah, as that was happening, I was going into some of my like speculation around, 
just sort of like, you know, the, the tower progresses upwards, right? And I thought to myself, how interesting if at the top, you sort of have like these enemies that are there sort of monitoring the landscape or surrounding. And then at the base, potentially even underneath, you've got like an infection or sort of like this corrupt area. And <clears throat> when they went through and outlined it all, I felt that I was getting an impression of that. For example, as you're approaching, there's undead on fire. It's like almost sort of like a persistent undeath flame or something that's on them, right? So there's one element, okay? The land around is is clearly impacted, corrupted. All right, in the sacrificial floor, uh, Larry and Beric or Varric, during the ritual and desperation to grant more time to the capital, are, are essentially infected by this right the corruption grips both of them and there's a corrupt mist that begins to flow down from the tower in a source unknown to you and the effects have turned the residents of carfin undead okay so there was an explosion at the top too and then there was like some reflection i made uh going okay do you remember that observatory art that they had back in the day it was like in the center was like the sun and there were like planets around as I read through this, there was like talk about as you get towards the top, there's like sort of like an uh, observatory or something. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I wonder if that concept art from back in the day was like the top of the Tower of Carfin, which maybe now is like destroyed. And maybe you got uh, Laria and Beric up there, all corrupt and undead or something. And then you get all the people that are the victims of this horrible situation spread throughout and even at the base of the land. And then I thought, how cool if you get like an almost under uh, sort of like catacombs or like a network of tunnels and levels that go down below as well. Cause I've hypothesized it would be cool if this is like your nice open world dungeon with progression that goes up, then maybe there's like an instance at the bottom and that's like one of your, I don't know, raids or something. I know you're not going to get a lot of those, but that would be really cool. So Tower of Carfin sounds like it's one of the big, big dog points in the world where things have really gone down. Um, I'm curious also about what potentially could be attracted to this area, right? And how far away is Fallows Hold from this? Another question to think about is the ley lines. Where are those exactly at? Um, yeah, there's like a lot of questions when it comes to undeath and a tracks and now the tower of Carfin. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm really curious what they're going to be doing with this thing. Obviously we're going to get to explore it in alpha two, but, uh, yeah, there was, there was also, uh, oh, go ahead. The short story of the story. People see big tower, big tower bad. Simple. Zug zug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of wonder about the observation, the observatory though. And mm, yeah, that's that's a bit interesting. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, because I'm like, there's the observatory, and then there's like tie-ins to A-tracks, you know, it's just like, I mean, it seems like it's a different form of undeath to a degree. I just don't know exactly how. That's one of the things I'm really curious about. And the reason that I'm getting really big on this whole undeath thing is 
to me, I think that undepth is a huge component to this game. You know, you got these like alien HR Geiger alien from the movie, sort of like styled enemies that exist that are essentially like that's like your upper echelon right below the the gods who who lost in the celestial struggle. So you've got the others and then you got the ancients and the ancients are pretty damn powerful. I mean, they know the secrets of immortality. They've been taught some things. A part of me has been very curious for a long time how possible it is that those other or sorry, the ancients. I don't know, man. Like, did they take are they potentially going after the others as well? You know what I mean? Taking out their gods. Are they aligned with them? Are they still pretty in close, uh, you know, pretty close ties to them? But the War of the Undying was something that we learned about during Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. Anybody remembers that. The War of the Undying has been referenced multiple times in the quests that were in Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. And you may not like APOC, but we got like a lot of insight into the Exodus, the Fall, the Light Pact, the Order of the Seven, um, the last moments of the people that didn't escape. Right. The people that were left behind, the ones that had to fight the strongholds, the behemoths, like how corruption spread, what it did to infect people's minds. So we got like a lot of information from APOC, whether you didn't like it or not. If you're into lore, that was a goldmine of lore. And the 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 War of the Undying is something that was mentioned multiple times throughout those quests. And I mean, undeath is a huge thing in this game, clearly. Now I'm just curious, like, how big of a thing and how many layers it has, specifically because of the lore around the Tower of Carfa now. Yeah. That's my speculation. I'm also curious about um, new type of blood magic, too. Like, yeah. Uh, the blood magic is really interesting as well. I'm wondering if that's actual a type of, like, maybe a necromancy or something, or if it's just, like, flavored for D&D. Um, mm. that's, that's what I'm sort of wondering about. What do y'all think about so the we know about the elements, right? Mm-hmm. We know about the elements for mages. Yeah. We don't know what the other variants are for, like, cleric. Right. Like, is blood magic like an augmentation? That's kind of where you're going in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering that, too. Because clerics are both life and death, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The whole, the whole life-death balance. So I think blood might fit into that. I mean, it's tough. It's, yeah, you know, that's... I mean, blood magic ties into the undeath element here. So it seems to me that if they were to go with their lore, as we've seen it thus far, it would be logical to to speculate that uh, the blood magic is either going to tie. It's probably going to tie into that. Right. It's either going to tie into necromancy. But cleric is like, you know, that's a branch of it. That's how you get to your necro. So, yeah, it seems like that would be the most logical uh, alignment for me. Life and death. Yeah, I hope we get blood magic in some regard because I feel like that's something we just don't get in MMOs these days very frequently. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm. Yeah, Nero's got a good, you know, good uh, discussion in chat too. Like speaking of undeath, what do you guys think of the scope of this for that is for ashes? For example, zombies, ghouls, liches, specters, ghouls or sorry, ghosts, vampires even. We've talked about vampires before. We talked about that one in December. But in regard to like yeah. all of those other things, I mean, I think that we're probably going to see the majority of that. Um, now to what degree, I don't really know. But I think that undead creatures, 
are something that probably going to be shambling around. I mean, we already know that like events can pop the shambling zombies. We've already been seeing some things in the round of Halloween. Uh, what was it? The flesh golem, right? Which was gnarly as hell. The zombies, the skeletons. I mean, come on. There's definitely some things that go bump in the night. And me personally, you know, I remember back in the day when ashes of creation was an earlier development we didn't really have a very solid idea of what the art style was going to be like or the type of creatures or what the lore, the direction of the lore is going to go. Ah, man, they are just, I think, delivering in spades right now because I'm a big fan of give me things that are undead, you know, demonic, like scary and ominous. And that was one of the things I enjoyed about World of Warcraft in the period when I played it and enjoyed it the most was, you know, I was like a light bringer going up against like undead and you know, dark, yeah. ominous, demonic things. It's it's very it's a very symbiotic relationship you have there, Sim. You really like the undead. <laughs> I don't even um, know why you became a paladin, to be honest. What are you talking about, homie? Even I don't understand w- what you're trying to say here. I I'm just saying, <laughs> as a light bringer, I enjoy vanquishing undead creatures because they shouldn't be there. But but are they truly vanquished? Did you truly kill them? It depends on what character you're talking about. Exactly. See, you didn't even you didn't even say that you killed them. Uh, <laughs> I feel like he's just admiring from afar, right? Like he doesn't want to go there, but he likes to be close. He wants he want, he wants to like oh God, border dude. the line, you know? What, what do you mean Over border the line? Adjacent? What? Excuse me, <laughs> Overlord adjacent. I see. Here's the thing. Dethroned. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not a hundred percent that I'm gonna play a paladin in ashes. It doesn't mean I don't want to. But if the paladin kind of sucks, we look. I don't want them to suck, but they've sucked in a lot of MMOs. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, right. They don't really very often get them guilty. down great to where they feel real fun and they feel lights justice to me. Yeah, you know, word. I, I can I can give you like a, a semi like uh, in between oh. here because uh, paladins <sighs> do have patrons that they follow, right? So <laughs> you haven't said which patron you're going to follow. And I I, I, have I don't know some connections when I join. You know, <laughs> with some other certain patrons that you might want to be uh, involved with. You know, I mean, um, my oaths in D and D tend to be like retribution, essentially, but retribution. Yeah, there's a lot of people that a lot of. Uh, I guess you could say other people that are really <laughs> want a retribution for what's been done to them, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't know about all that. I can't uh, really confirm anything. It fits your cause. You know, that's a good question about causes and things like that. I mean, you know, people just speculate a lot about what I would or wouldn't do. And the reality is I just don't know yet. Um, I don't know, man, if the paladin sucks, maybe I'll play a dirty, filthy little rogue, but you know, he you know, admits it. <laughs> shank and stank. What? What's that? What? <laughs> <laughs> or make myself a little Nikua dwarf, right? Call him a Punthus. Punthus, you know, like yeah. I did back in the day. I like a little characters named Punthus. It's beautiful. I remember in Outer Scrolls, I, I love bloody playing. <laughs> I went into the Assassin's Guild. Yeah, and I would just like wait, wait people, like people would pickpocket other like NPCs, so I'd like get ready, go behind them and assassinate them as I like pickpocketing, so you couldn't get pickpockets anymore. 
when they fall on the floor and Adam killed it in PCs and then tried to pickpocket. It was great. Nice. I didn't even want to loot. I just wanted to I just wanted to be annoying. You just wanted to it was, it was a good time. I mean, I can't confirm or deny if I've like completely assassinated an entire village in a game or not before, but I know people who have. It sounds like that's <laughs> what Daedalus, what do you I know people that have. <laughs> Give me a break. I have a friend that I know of. Um, Asking wants... for a friend, how do you massacre a village? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't know. If I go dark side to play a really dark character and role play, are people going to be like more happy because that happened or more disappointed because it happened? That's something I'm curious about. I mean, you get, like, everyone thinks they're on the good side, right? Everyone thinks they're on the good side. doesn't matter what side you're on. I mean... Like, I think I'm on the good side of being with the others because I feel like they're being wrong done by, right? That You see them as evil, but I see them as good. I mean, it's a yeah, matter of perspective. Like a, that's exactly right. Right? Like, you know, you're every, every villain's like the hero of their cause, right? Like, not not even, that I'm advocating the, um, the, for that or anything, you know. Just saying that even the goblins and stuff that attack you for like um, taking over their land and like you know, like they're just trying to defend the land. They're not. They don't want you there. They just want to defend the, mean, their home. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you just gotta, you know, cut the little guys down in game. What's what? What's the uh, what's the saying? History history is written by the victors. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They were evil little goblins trying to murder me, man. I was just patrolling the the water edge and I was walking in my own business. They tried to shank me, so I had to annihilate all of them in their little village. It wasn't that I wanted to. It wasn't that it was my goal to annihilate the village. I'm saying this is probably what somebody would say, not really me or anything. Just like Tim, <laughs> you proceeded to kill the father, then the mother, then you looked at the child and stabbed it slowly. In game, like not real life, because it's you know making choices. You go to prison for stuff like that, people. You don't want to do that. This is getting a little dark. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not trying to say like encouraging any of that stuff, but uh, I, I got a question. Do you guys really feel based on some of make good choices? He says. <laughs> it, real talk, though. I know Daedalus is leaning more towards. You feel that Alpha Two is closer. Uh, I'm curious in people in chat, y'all homies, Pathfinders in chat, Pathfinders are on the round table now. Um, yeah. Where do you all, what do you all think? Like real talk, what do you in your gut kind of feel like right now? I'm still quarter two next year earliest, but that's just me. Some people I, are more I optimistic. I gave you a date last time and I yeah. generally don't remember. <laughs> Is it like a sleep deprivation thing, Basil? Maybe it's fair. I can understand that. Always remember to pillage April. before you burn some more. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. That's a really good shirt quote, though, isn't it? Hold on. It is. I'm gonna copy that. I'm gonna copy that. I've been asked to make a lot of t-shirts lately. I'm gonna add that to my list of things. What's your what yeah. the people want? If the people want it, like who am I to deny the people what they want? Am I right? Anybody? Huh? What? Yeah, I'm still waiting for the I want to play shirt. Oh, let me make a note on that one real quick so I don't forget. That's that's <laughs> gotta we'll happen. Get, we'll get we'll get an emote or something like you know. I, I was caricature. thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Um, yeah. 
I've been doing some upgrades lately. I got a few spots to work with, so I don't think it's uh, very far out in the future. Just putting that out there. Yeah, I've got a upgrade list of things. People. Upgrades. <laughs> upgrades. I'm working on upgrades this year as we get into the new year for y'all. I've uh, I've added some things uh, emote wise. Some of you may notice them if you have access to them on on the on Twitch right now and stuff. I added a few more in Discord too, but I'm I'm trying to beef it all up right now. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I've got a shirt idea for you. What's that? What? i got a shirt idea for you. Okay. So Christmas is coming up, right? Okay. So uh, we, we first we get you dressed up, right? You get your shirtless with a little Santa hat. No. And then you have like a, a, a little bag over your head. No. Uh, it, like, no, man. Like Santa, you know how Santa, Santa runs around I have giving a, gifts? I have a Santa hat. But you loot the gifts. But no, wait, what? Wait, that sounds like a, a great Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a little yeah. loot bag. That sounds like a great Christmas. I mean, not for me, like for... for, uh... It'll be a Simja Christmas. Simja? (laughs) Is that what you said? Simja, like Ninja Simja? Simja Christmas? Yeah, I don't don't know, man. I think I need to start getting rid of some of these loot bag emotes. Y'all are really interesting. (laughs) I said shirt. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard that. I I was like, oh, I don't think we need any like man nips, like sort of man nip Santa stuff going on. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, nobody trying to see that stuff. I can see it now. Actually, I can see the shirt Mm -hmm. now. The front says Christmas is a time for um, sharing, right? (laughs) And then on the back, your loot with me. (laughs) Oh, man, dude. So as you're walking up to him, that's what it is when you're walking past and you've seen the back part of it and you've seen the... Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, you know, I got an even better one. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It, it, how about this? Like, um, oh, no, that wouldn't work, dude. Ah, oh, feels bad, man. This Just would work. work. This would work really good for a pair shirt, though, right? So one shirt would be the one being hugged and the other one would be the person doing the hugging like initiating the hugging. So on like, for example, my shirt as an example, not as like a reference to anything in particular, just as an example of like two people, right. And I'm the person that has, um, I, you know, free hug on the shirt. Right. And then the other person hugs you and they're wearing the other shirt and on the back of their shirts, a bag and two arms are coming around and grabbing the bag. Right. So you go and you give them a hug and it looks like you're taking their loot. Anybody yeah, I even, I even got an idea it. for like a couples thing, right? One of you would wear like my ninja, right? Or his or her ninja, right? On one, and the other one would be like his or her loot, right? So that that way, it's like you could you could do combinations, and you just have arrows pointing to each other. Ah, yeah, you do that. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. That's only me bagging the girl, right? Um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, I don't know about all that. I got, I got to tell you, man. I, I'm, I think I'm still selfish, selfishly hoping that we don't get Alpha Two. Don't burn me here for saying this. I don't want Alpha Two until second quarter to middle next year. Oh, Daedalus looks so disappointed in that. He did not look I'm happy. I'm so dejected. You're like my, um, my oh, hopium sh- is running out right now. Like, wow. yeah, I can feel the hopium meter go. I'm trying to finish I mean, my book and I don't need ashes to get in the way of the first one. That's the only reason why. And this, I, let me get it published. I, I have a whole year. Reasons. I understand and appreciate your reasons, but you know, selfishly, daddy, daddy needs something to play. That's all I'm saying. 
<sighs> don't want ashes to get in the way. I, fe- I, I, I felt so hurt just then. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> dude. You were not. Yeah, you're like the entire not community collectively cried out wow. in, in pain and then we're silenced. That's exactly <gasps> oh, what happened right here. That's... This is some dark overlord no, shit. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> not. Look, here's the reason, though, because I'm going to play this game so hard. This game is going to absolutely get in the way of some things. I'm just putting that out there. It really yeah. is, man. Look at, at the way it's been Yeah, I heard 48-hour writing stream. No. It's going to happen so that he can get this book done so I can get some, like, spot tests in December. You better <laughs> like, get cracking, bro. Like, you better like, get cracking. You got two weeks. No way. Are you kidding me, dude? That, that would hurt, man. Honestly, it's probably going to be done by, like, the end of... I'm thinking by the end of the year, honestly. I think I'm going to be... Manuscript should be done by then. I'm in a pretty good place right now. I'm chipping away at the bit. Just pretty happy. My portrait can't hear you. I was. I might be starting crying. Like like did a little like a possessed finger starts like crying blood or something. Just like you said, man. Whew. Seriously, we oh need to get, get him a Steven statue. Like legit. What? Like find you mean armor cell. Yes. Oh man, see that might weird and Steven out. And install things in there so that it can. Criteria. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine the next time we do and have Stephen on the show and Albert's also got the picture in the background? <laughs> which, He's which blocking Steven it right now. <laughs> well, the real yeah, Stephen Tree, please stand up. You got to frame it up there. Yeah, you got to have it above your yeah. head. So it's like it's like your Messiah is like looking down upon you, ready to yeah. like sort of like accept your prayers, and that's your shrine. You put a couple like. Pillars that are holding it up, like almost like it's a billboard or something, whatever. Oh, there's a hopium drop. Oh no, I don't need dark vibes. Huh? Pillars of sandals. A great of sandal sandals. pillars of Sharif. I mean, I still need to work on that, right? I still need to work on my throne. I meant to. I meant to be making like whole Game of Thrones sandal thing. Oh, you I'm are. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, my my, my attention my attention spans so. Like, I want to do this. I start it, and then I'm like, I'm now going to make cookies. Cookies? What kind of cookies? Are yeah. Macadamia. That's pretty Macadamia. good. I'm a fan of oatmeal raisin, personally, but it's tasty. It's that, it's that stuff, favorite. though. Grandma, grandma, right? Grandma makes, though, my grandma used to make bomb oatmeal raisin. So anytime there's, like, good oatmeal raisin, I'm like, oh, baby, I can't stop. I won't stop. You know what I'm saying? in my belly and then i'm all like oh no i shouldn't have ate so much candy it's too much sugar you know it's like that kind of going on mm-hmm. so less channeling george yes. r. r martin and more channeling of terry pratchett chop chop and writing those books actually it's uh i'm i'm on i'm working on it right now yeah the first uh what was it the first half of the year was me basically doing like a lot of education for myself and then um summer was a little rough because it was pretty hot i just kind of was like it was zapping my energy man um so i mean here the thing is is like there's like a lot done like people don't even realize that the whole world map is done like i've got all the continent stuff done like all that stuff done right i'm 
got like I know where every everybody lives. I know their capital cities. All that stuff's in place. Like all these little towns and villages. I mean, y'all aren't going to see that for ages, but but do you sim? Yes, I do. It's I literally got a. Map. Are you hundred percent sure? Yep. You don't want to shift it one city to the right. Mm, no. <laughs> No, I'm good, man. I did the work. All doubts in his brain uh, makes, nope. him, makes him rewrite the entire mm-hmm. story. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no doubt, man. It's come together over too long a period of time, man. But I'm pretty stoked about it, though. You know what's really cool? I want to share something. So over on Kofi, I've got this uh, commission thing. And like it's like pretty pretty low, right? You can sort of like name your price over like twenty or something. And Zod redeemed a commission, and I'm like super excited about because this is gonna be done this week. But I like write up a character bio, and the character bio is like set in that world. And so, which I just think this is like a really fun idea if you're doing anything like this, no matter who you are, any writers, anybody creating a world. I feel like this is just like one of the best like community engaging ways to like take advantage of like, you know, a commission or something. If you're writing, because I'm going to take this character. He's got, he's got a dwarf, right? The dwarf's going to be in the world. And he kind of was like telling me about some of the circumstances for his dwarf. And so I'm writing up a fun bio that's going to actually shed light on some of the, uh, witches and things that are kind of going on in an area there. And it fit perfectly. And it's a really good way to like show some like exposition of the world without like actually giving away the stories right so it's like fun as shit so that ought to be done this week and i'm like super excited about it because it's just a lot of fun it's kind of like a break from what i'm doing already though yeah oh Faisal, Faisal, getting kind of low you get kind of sleepy over there buddy getting a little tired a little ready for some sleep Say that one more time, and I swear I will, <laughs> pass, out. Out. I will pass out. <laughs> I'll pass out on the spot, Sam. Don't even play with me like that. Um, so, yo. Yeah, I, I said I was going to try to keep this episode today a little bit shorter, sort of, because, you know, we got stuff. I got stuff I got to do today. I can't put it any other way. And I don't want to, like, I don't want to step over on the lore discussion um we've only got a few game guides on the hq that i'm going to be wrapping up before the end of the year and then we're going to start getting into some fun um i've been getting a lot of requests to do lore content over there so if you all that are watching this podcast on youtube if you're here watching live now there's like something you're really itching to see the hq curate for you in terms of like a video around lore slide in my dms let me know right hit me up on ashes hq youtube which we're about to hit i think almost i think we're almost like 5300 over there so much love to y'all it's been growing steadily it's beautiful um but yeah if you got some things you'd like to see the uh ashes hq website's gonna start coming together a little more as well um with lore pages in general so that might kind of help to prioritize uh, what gets curated in whatever order. But as we're getting into next year, there's going to be more there. Um, we've, you know, got who knows six months maybe or less until maybe Alpha Two. So it's a good time to do some fun thing with community en- engagement. Um, next week, I think will be, yeah, that ought to be our last one before the developer live stream. They should be doing it on what the 25th of november friday right i'm thinking unless they push it back to early part of the week in november i i 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. They might not do it on the 25th. I was thinking right. maybe they do it the following week or that Friday the 18th. Man, that would be literally this coming Friday then if they do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm expecting they're going to want people to have their Thanksgiving holiday and yeah. do their Black oh, Friday thing. Good Friday, yeah. Or, or, yeah, Black Friday shopping, rather. You're right. Yeah, so I'm not sure exactly when they're going to have the next one, but we've got next, we got the next two Sundays. And then I believe when we get into December, Christmas is on one of those Sundays. So that probably won't happen. And then I think the first I'll be good to do, but we'll kind of keep our eyes peeled on that. They could end up pushing it. They usually end up making sure we get it in the month, though. So we'll kind of keep our eyes on it and see what's going on um over the next well we'll see we'll kind of keep our eyes on and see what we've got over the next week here um because we might be doing a post show this friday if they do it or i don't know when but we'll get the post show in we'll have a developer um outline thanks to uh skylark who will very very likely be uh getting us the next developer live stream notes as well and um yeah that's all i got any other final thoughts we're gonna probably do some community oriented topics next week unless they do the developer live stream this friday in which case we'll cover that so final thoughts gentlemen just looking forward to seeing what they do next time hopefully i i think there are some hints at potentially like some cleric stuff i don't know for this live stream i saw that i'm curious i don't know if that's speculation or what is that? Is that just speculation? Because I haven't seen anything on that. Is there any kind of like breadcrumbs from them? Um, I thought they did something in like a Twitter post, but okay, I'll have to go take a look. Somebody see. fact check me. Mm. Uh, what is this? That they were gonna do like a cleric um, update for one of the next. I would say it was one of the future live streams, but like near future live streams i didn't see it i think i remember seeing something on socials too but i can't remember exactly what it was yeah i think meatloaf you're right they mentioned it in a stream i thought yeah as well yeah i agree okay we're going to see what's up with that i guess we'll find out won't we but any other final thoughts gentlemen before we wrap this one up wind this one down I think we should do a. Uh, you said you wanted some ideas for your uh, mm. for some uh, articles to write on. Uh, I really think we should write on uh, how the others have been re- misrepresented in the uh, actual creation, and they should really should have a bigger voice. I think. Wait, say that one more time for me. Uh, the uh, the others are being misre- misrepresented in the uh, actual <laughs> community. And, uh, hold really on, to... hold on a second. Do you all see what he's doing here? Okay, uh, you know what? I'm gonna put this one on here. This is this is this is armored cells. We're gonna do this next week. How the others are being misrepresented by the ashes community? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, hundred percent. Wow. So you're basically saying you're not doing any. Uh, so basically, this is the others did nothing wrong. The dark gods are not dark. In fact, they're maybe actually good guys is what is going on here. Yeah. That's yeah. What I'm hearing. Unbelievable. 
Okay, I got it on the list of things. Sounds like uh, uh, bogus to me, but yeah. All right. Anybody else? Any final thoughts? Oh my god. No. Okay, gentlemen. Nope. I'm no. good. All right. Why don't you shout out your domains and where people could find you when you're not on this podcast? Uh, you can it find was... me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash the Ashen Herald. And Armored Cell. You can find me on Twitch on twitch.tv forward slash Ahmed Cell. And uh, Faisal. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as uh, Bagel108. <laughs> right on, friends. And as usual, as always, you know, we might be at the end of today's show, but. In closing, got to remind all of you, whether you are watching this live, catch it on YouTube, listen to it on your drive, or you're even here on the roundtable. Either way, when you're part of this community and our journey, you are an Ashes Pathfinder. So much love to all of you. Much love to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a good night, everybody. We'll be catching you next Sunday. Bye for now. Bye, everyone. Bye. Ciao.